there. You can call me boxing. Ever since I was a young, flat sheet of cardboard, I've dreamed of being filled with something important, like a birthday present, and then going to the ultimate package party in Memphis on my way to deliver it. And today, it's happening. Noah's grandfather in Scotland just ordered a stuffed panda from Lee. This is her workshop. Grandpa Melville waited until the last minute. But that's okay. In fact, it's great, because now I get to go express. That means I'll be at Noah's house in Indiana tomorrow for his birthday. While Lee sews the last buttons on Panda's vest, her assistant, Zhang, bends my flaps into place and seals my edges with packing tape. I was hoping to get some of that bubble wrap and a few fragile stickers, but toy pandas aren't breakable. Zhang stuffs me with tissue paper and prints a shipping label on the store computer. Then Lee finishes Panda and nestles him inside of me. Zhang seals me tight, affixes my new shipping labels, looks at the clock, and oh no! Lee's regular pickup happened an hour ago. How will I get to Noah's in time for his birthday? Lots of businesses, like Lee's, have a scheduled pickup every day when a truck stops by to collect packages. But Grandpa ordered Panda after Lee's pickup had already happened. I don't want to miss cake and balloons. Can I make it to Noah's on time? Lee is not worried. Lee's workshop is in Beijing, where the buses are pretty reliable. Lee tells Zhang to leave work early. Just be sure to drop me at the nearest shipping storefront within the next hour, and we'll make the deadline. It's called shipping because, before trucks, trains, and airplanes, packages traveled by boat. Back then, a slow boat to China took forever, but we'll be at Noah's tomorrow. At the shipping storefront, Lee's assistant hands me over the counter to a clerk who scans my label with a handheld device. Ooh, that tickles. Then he prints a receipt for Zhang. It's okay if Zhang loses it. My label is in the system. Now, both Lee, Grandpa, and even Noah's mom can track my progress on their home or office computers, because I'll be scanned every step of the way. The guy behind the counter yells over his shoulder for the truck outside to wait, and he tosses me! Wee-hoo! Wow, I'm glad I'm not Mark Fragile. Okay, the guy on the loading dock out back catches me. Then the driver scans me again. Ooh, I like that. And loads me into the van. Before I know it, I'm at the airport and being, yep, scanned again, and loaded into a huge metal container called a unit load device. That's ULD in the shipping biz. Each of us boxes is a unit. Together, we make a load, and this device, sometimes called a can or a pod, resembles a giant version of me, a box, only full of shelves and usually made of metal. Many ULDs, like mine, have one side curved to fit the shape of a plane, because cargo planes make it their business to use every available inch, or centimeter if that's how you roll. And the curved shape means there are no wasted empty corners. ULDs come in all sizes, too. But a typical one is about 88 by 125 by 96 inches. Some can fit 10,000 boxes like me. Wow! A crew loads my ULD onto a plane, and we're off to Alaska. Wait! The package party happens in Memphis, and Noah lives in Indiana. Why am I going to Alaska? Panda's not a polar bear. Am I on the wrong plane? Help! Oh, my ULD hugs me and explains that it's okay. Looking at a map and seeing all that ice and tundra, a box might think Alaska is in the middle of nowhere. But if you look at a globe, you'll see that Alaska is really in the middle of Asia and the United States, two places that do a lot of shipping. 
And while Alaska has a relatively small population, about 740,000, the hub there is huge, a real chubby hubby. Hub means the center of activity, and even though it's dark outside, it's full of life inside. Alaska's cargo hub is the fifth largest cargo airport in the world and the second largest in the United States, after Memphis, where we're going to the package party. Countless packages get sorted in Alaska, but our plane is just stopping for gas. You're right, Brightsider, lots of planes can fly straight from Beijing to Memphis, but that takes a lot of gas, and that gas takes a lot of space, space that could be filled with bears and boxes. So cargo planes often load up with extra bears, then land in Alaska to refill their smaller, space-saving tanks. Cool. Speaking of cool, ooh, Alaska is cold. Oh wait, I'm in a box. I'm fine. And we are off to the package party in Memphis. I'm so excited. Referred to as the big sort, the package party is a lot like a birthday party. My label is my invitation. Just like at a party, we all arrive at the same time. My plane and planes from all over the world set down in Memphis between 10 p.m. and 1 a.m. Then, while the world sleeps, we have our party. First, workers help all us boxes and envelopes get our party invitations, that is, packing labels, sunny side up. This way, the light scanners can read us and tell the mechanical arms and sorters which group we belong in. The automated sorting system looks something like the baggage carousels you see at airports. I get sorted into a group of packages headed to Indiana and put on a conveyor belt. Our labels have more information than just our address. They also have our weight and dimensions. This is important because, just like at the amusement park for children, where some kids are too little for the roller coaster, some envelopes are too light for the conveyor belt. But don't worry, the envelopes aren't left out. They have special rides of their own, where they land in trays and end up in bags instead of our old friend, the ULD. Meanwhile, we boxes slide around conveyor belts, drop through gaps into waiting bins, and even go down chutes. Woohoo! Time flies when you're having fun. Panda and I are in our new ULD and on the next plane in under 15 minutes. That's not even a record. I'm not sure if I believe the rumor Elvis Presley worked there, but it's easy to believe that the Memphis Distribution Center is the largest package sorting facility in the world. It's over 880 acres. An aircraft lands here every 90 seconds, and it processes about 1.5 million express packages a night. That takes 7 to 10,000 employees, with or without Elvis. In fact, from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m., the Memphis hub is the busiest airport in the world. The party wraps up, planes depart from 2 a.m. to 4 a.m., taking all the guests, <laughs> that's us, to our next stop. It's a quick flight, but I rest as hard as a box can, because in Indianapolis, we sort all over again. After this, oh, a few restful days in the recycling pile sounds good to me. At Indianapolis, I get, ooh, that feels so good right there, scanned again. And Noah is still asleep when I'm loaded onto my last really big truck. It can hold 2,000 packages at once. Then I'm off to my final distribution center. Here I get, ooh, scanned, sorted by a much smaller crew, and put into a smaller truck with other packages. I'm loaded next to another package headed for Noah's. When I ask him what he's carrying, he claims it's a mystery, but I'm pretty sure it's a book. Pulling up to Noah's house, I smell birthday cake in the oven. 
the driver whisks me and the mystery book out of the truck and carries us to Noah's door. He rings the bell, and with one final scan, I'm an overnight success. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Noah. Hey, if you learned something new today, then give the video a like and share it with a friend. And here are some other cool videos I think you'll enjoy. Just click to the left or right. And remember, stay on the bright side of life.